When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
evening, good evening. Welcome tonight to the Blessings by Grace Radio Hour. Tonight is Thursday, November the 29th, 2018. The time is 9.30 p.m. We are in the Apple Valley Studio with critically acclaimed bishop, founder, and overseer of the Greater All Nations Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the Honorable Dr. Bishop Austin Moore. Tonight we're talking about God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And that scripture that I just quoted, that scripture came from out of John 1.24. Also tonight, um, we want to let you know that those who we prayed for last night, we still want you to keep them on the master prayer list. Um, it is very important that we keep praying for others, as others are always praying for you in radio land. Now, perhaps one of the most insulting comments as a Christian that we could ever hear from another person is, is your God too small? Now, a lot of times people that don't believe in God, they don't know what to believe in. They try to tell us that our God is too small. But as believers committed to the grandeur and the majesty of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we never want to be accused of having an inadequate conception of God and who he is and what he is doing in our lives and those of others. Now, we do desire to love a God who has his greatest scripture described. We know that God is exactly as the scripture foretells him to be in all of the um, stories in the Bible. Those stories are parables. All the parables that we've ever heard, we know God does and has did all the miraculous things that are in the Bible because he's doing them right now in these last days, which is what we are living in right now. Now, as we continue to be on this radio broadcast and you guys continue to learn and study from our lessons. We want to note that at times our discussions that Dr. Moore is teaching on can be abstract. They can also be very heavy hitting, but they're all for the edification and glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. The concepts can indeed be difficult to grasp at first, but if you just continue to read in your Bibles, you're going to start to understand and they're all going to put the puzzles of the pieces together. But single lesson you learn here on the show, they're going to be very essential to our spiritual well-being, especially when you're asking about God's spirit. That is something that we all should already know, and tonight you will get an insider listen as to, as to the attributes as to, is he really a spirit? Some of those questions that you might be having in your mind will be answered tonight through the divine Bible. That is what Dr. Moore, he reads the Bible. He gives all of his answers from the Bible. They're not his answers. He's not teaching you his thoughts. He's not giving you his afterthought. He's giving you what God has given to him. Now, we can only trust the Lord who is good, loving, holy, merciful, omnipotent, omnipotent, omnipresent, and faithful as the biblical creator truly is. Now, you guys all know that God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Now, at the same time, we do recognize that we can study for a lifetime and only scratch the surface of his immensity. But this will be worth the effort for as we deepen into our knowledge of him, we will become ever more established in our faith. That's Hebrews 5, 11 through 14. So absolutely, what you guys got to do, let me just tell you, you could be 99. You could have read the Bible from the age of 10 until you're 99. That is going to be 89 years of reading the Bible. And guess what? You only scratched the, the top of the surface. You haven't even dug deep because that only gives you the knowledge that you're supposed to have, the understanding that you're receiving when you listen to our show, when you are reading your Bible for yourself, is what God wants you to have that understanding. And God's only going to give you enough information that your mind can physically process and that you can handle and you can understand. So you will not get more than necessary at a particular time. 
Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, you will hear from Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. He will give you what thus says the Lord has put on his heart. So he's not telling you his thoughts. He's not telling you his side. He's giving you the unadulterated gospel. He's giving you the truth, raw and uncut. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the man of the hour, the honorable Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. God bless. God bless you tonight. Thank you, amen. I would help for bringing us on tonight, amen, so strong and mighty. That's because Jesus is so strong and mighty. God bless you and ready your land tonight, amen. We praise the Lord, amen, for the knowledge, amen, that the Lord has given to our announcer, amen, is to keep us uplifted tonight. We're getting ready, amen, is to go into the word of God. I'm asking you to be very prayerful tonight. Praise the Lord, as we, amen, go back to a subject, amen, that I find, amen, can be offensive to some. But, amen, according to the word of God, amen, we are just going to give you the words of of, of the Lord tonight, amen, and let you, amen, receive it as God has blessed you. Now, amen, remember, amen, the last time we was on air, amen, uh, we stopped, amen, uh, to talk about the subject, amen, about the Lord's Supper. In Matthew's, amen, chapter 26, amen, and 26 is where we're going to start tonight. But as my announcer has said, amen, I want you to remember two scriptures tonight, amen, before we go into that. That is, amen, St. John, amen, 4 and 24. It reads as that God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Tonight, amen, God is a spirit. And St. John, amen, chapter 6 and 6 to 3, it, it reads and says that, It is the spirit that gives life. The flesh doesn't give life. It is useless. It counts for nothing. The words I tell you are spirit, and they give life, or are from the spirit who gives life. But some of you don't believe. Jesus is letting us know tonight, as he's getting ready, is to institute the Lord's Supper from the way that the anonymous took the Lord's Supper. He's letting them know tonight, I'm, I'm, I'm changing it. Talking to his Jewish brothers, amen, from the Passover meal that they had sit down to eat, just let me refresh your Remembers, amen, from Matthews 26 and 26. And it let us know, amen, while they were eating, Jesus took some bread and he he blessed it. And he thanked God. And he broke it. And he divided it. And he gave it to his followers or his disciples. 
and said, take it, this bread, take this bread and eat it. Now when Jesus was saying this, he was changed in a way that things had been done in the natural, and he's going into a spiritual realm. He's talking to them spiritually now. Even there were many that was there didn't understand what it meant at that particular time when Jesus was talking to them spiritually. They kept a, a very calm mind. When he took the bread and he blessed it, it was a symbol of his body. He was letting them know that I'm getting ready to go to Calvary. I'm getting ready to die. And my, this bread that I'm offering up to my father, I'm going to offer it up as a symbol to you. My body is going to be broken. And that's why he said he, he told him, amen, he, 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 he broke it and he divided it. Then he gave it to his disciples and his disciples and said, take this, take this bread. Not the bread that they were sitting down eating, what he was talking about. That was just a symbol. What he was talking about, his body. That was physically broken on Calvary for our sins. Take it and eat it. This is my body. Those of you that cannot understand, he was speaking spiritually and getting ready to change the whole institution of the way that they was eating what they call the Lord's Supper. I want you to get very spiritually minded tonight again. Then Jesus took a cup and thanked God and gave it, thanking and gave it to his followers. You see, Jesus took this cup, he, he took this cup, and he was thanking God because he knew what he had to come to do. And when he did, did this, he gave it to his followers. He's still giving it to his followers today or his disciples. You know, you can't serve the Lord unless you first come to be a disciple of him. And he must teach us discipline. He must teach us how to walk with him. He must teach us to be humble. He must teach us to suffer. And in this cup that he had, it wasn't a regular cup in which they were drinking out of. It was nothing in that regular cup that they were drinking out of, but either wine that was unfermented, that couldn't hurt you. But it was something in this cup, amen, that Jesus was describing to them that was going to be bitter. And the cup that he was talking about was the suffering that they was going to have to endure after his death. I want you to drink it. I want you to drink all of it. There are many of my brothers and sisters tonight, amen, still is holding on, amen, unto 
that natural cup, amen, and, and drinking from that natural cup. But that was not what Jesus was talking about. Remember, Jesus said, God is a spirit. I'm talking to you spiritually. Open your ears up. And they that worship him, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. He said, every one of you drink it. Drink it. Every one of you drink. Drink this. Every one of you, every one of you that believe in me, every one of you that is going to obey me, you got to believe. You got to drink on this cup. Oh, God knows it gets bitter sometimes. What did Jesus see in the cup? Jesus seen in the cup suffering, humiliation. He seen death in the cup. But he knew he had to drink it. And he gave that to his disciples. Oh, hallelujah. He said, this is my blood. Nah, hallelujah. Not what is, amen, is in your cup. Amen. He was talking, amen, similar uh, to them. He said, this is my blood. This is my blood. My blood. Now, if you thinking naturally, amen, you, you can't, amen, if you are carnal-minded. And you're trying to see the blood of Jesus in the cup that they was eating or drinking from, you're not going to see it. Because he was not talking naturally. He was talking spiritually. This is my blood. Which is the new testament of the new agreement that I'm going to make with you, amen. I'm going to make a new covenant with you. The way we used to do things, we're not going to do it like that anymore. I'm going to make a new covenant with you that God made with his people, of which confirmed he established the new covenant of the New Testament. From Exodus, amen, 24-8, Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34, this, <coughs> this blood is pulled out for Many to forgive their for their remission of sin in Isaiah fifty three twelve. I tell you this: I will not drink of this fruit of the vine or wine again until that day when I drink it new with you. In my Father's kingdom. He will let me know I've done a new thing. I am done a new thing. I, won't, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine with you. No more until I drink it new with you. In my Father's kingdom. Jesus drunk it new with his disciples. He drunk it new with his disciples. Amen. In his father's kingdom, when it was a man on the day of Pentecost, they say these men are drunken off a new wine. But Peter stood up and he said, They are not drunken as ye suppose. But this is that what 
The prophet Joel has prophesied. He said, in the last day, God said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams. And we can see the results of this. Those that were on the outside didn't understand. But those that were on the inside, they were drunk under the spirit of the Lord because the Lord drunk and knew with them in his father's kingdom. And as we go on tonight, I want to, amen, continue. Amen. They sung a hymn. And amen, that hymn come from Proverbs 1, 13 through 18, sung during the Passover meal. Then went out to the Mount of Olives. And amen, as we know the story, Jesus told his followers tonight, you will all stumble in your faith. You'll fall away. You're going to desert me on the account of me because it is written in the scripture. I will kill the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will scatter. They will be scattered according to Zacharias. 13 and 7. As you read that, amen, I just want to let you know tonight that happened, amen, because when they took the shepherd away, all the sheep scattered. Listen, amen, at the words of Jesus. As I go, amen, Father, tonight, amen, into the Lord's Supper, in Luke, amen, chapter 22 and 14, it says, When the time of the hour come, Jesus and the apostles were sitting at the table. They were reclining at the post of a former meal, sitting back, amen, just relaxing. He said unto them, I want very much to eat this. Passover meal with you before I suffer. He was letting them know, amen, I'm getting ready is to die. For I tell you, I will not eat another Passover meal until it is given its true meaning, fulfilled in the kingdom of God. I will not eat another meal with you until the real thing be fulfilled. Oh, can you see the Lord changing this? And today we're still observing of what we call the Lord's Supper. God is a spirit, and they that worship him, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. Luke goes on and tells us, amen, in 22, amen, 17, when Jesus took a cup, he gave thanks and said, take this cup and share it among yourself. Take it. Oh, praise the Lord. When life gets heavy sometimes, as believers, we don't want to take it. We don't want to share it. But he said, take it and share it among yourself. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine. Listen, church, 
He's telling you, I won't drink no more from the fruit of the vine. Well, they were gone, amen. They had the fruit of the vine before them. It was wine they were drinking, amen. But he said, I won't drink that no more with you. Until, until God's kingdom come. The kingdom of God is without observation. What is the kingdom of God? It is peace, love, joy over in the Holy Ghost. And that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. Oh, praise the Lord. Then Jesus took some bread, gave thanks, and he broke it. He took a natural thing, demonstrating the spiritual aspect, and gave it to the apostles, saying, This is my body. Not, 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 amen, what you sitting down here observing, but amen, this is my body. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. This is my body, which I am given for you. Do this in remembrance, or as a remorse to in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me. Do what in the remembrance of him? As you eat the bread of life, you are remembering Jesus. What is the bread of life? Jesus said, I am the bread that cometh down from heaven. Oh, praise the Lord, that a man may eat thereof and he live. So he's telling his disciples, amen, to remember him by eating his bread. Eating his body. Now, amen. If you are calm minded, you can't hear what Jesus is really saying. But he was not telling you to do a natural something, a carnal thing. He was letting you know that I am a spirit. And the time has come that I'm going to die. And the only way that you will be able is to worship me. It is in spirit. My body is going to be left. My body is going to be gone. You won't see my body anymore. Only way you're going to worship me is in the spirit. God is the spirit. And they that worship him, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. In the same way, after supper, they had eaten. Jesus took the cup and said, this cup, this cup that is poured out is a new agreement of the new covenant, of the new relationship between God and his people. I'm going to make a new thing with you. Praise the Lord. And as we go on, amen, into this, there's so much amen into this, but I want to just share, praise the Lord, what Matthews, amen, Luke, amen, and St. John, we picked it up, amen, and in St. John, amen, six. Chapter and verse 48, Jesus began to tell them, 
He said, I am the bread. I am the bread. I am the bread. The bread, amen, that you are eating, amen. That's not the real bread. But he said, I am the bread that giveth life. Now, only Jesus Christ can give life. And only, amen, you're going to find life is in his word. You're not going to find life in some substance, amen, that we take. Uh, amen. We we say, amen, is his, 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 that's his life. No, 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 no. Only life is in the word of God. I don't care how much I will take the substance, amen, that they call in bread and wine and say that's the Lord's Supper. There is no life in that. You see, your ancestors, your forefathers, they ate manna. You see, amen, St. John 6 and 31 here, in the desert or in the wilderness, for they still, they died. I, I, I fed them manna from heaven, and they ate, and it sustained them for, amen, as long as I was feeding them. But, amen, that manna didn't have eternal life in it. I'm going to give you the bread that have eternal life. Here is the bread that cometh down from heaven. Amen. Who came down from heaven? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came down from heaven. This is the bread that came down from heaven. That anyone who eat this bread will never die. If you eat Jesus, you will never die. How do we eat Jesus? We eat his word. We eat his word. We eat his word. His word is substance to our spiritual soul. If you can digest the words of Jesus, you can live. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. If you eat Jesus' flesh, amen, you will live forever. If you eat the flesh, amen, of Jesus, not his physical flesh, This bread is my flesh. He said, this bread is my flesh. If you are carnal-minded to look up upon an amen and think amen that amen, uh, he was talking about eat him, amen, like a cannibal, amen, you got the wrong insight. Jesus was not talking about that. Eat my flesh spiritually, which I will give up so that the world may have life. I'm supposed to die. I'm going to have to hang on Calvary. But listen, when the Jewish leaders, the Jewish leaders, the Jews began uh, to dispute, they began to quarrel among themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? They were so calm-minded. They thought that Jesus was talking about eating him. Naturally, no God is a spirit. They was well mannered and 
They were very educated, but, amen, they couldn't understand the words of Jesus because their mind, amen, was not comprehending what Jesus was saying. So Jesus said to them, I will tell you the truth. Truly, truly, I say unto you, you must eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood. Otherwise, you won't have real life. If you don't really eat Jesus, you don't have real life. You can know of him, and and amen, you can even feel his anointing, but you don't have real life except you, amen, really eat of his flesh. I'm talking about his word. Those who those who will eat their feed on Jesus usually a different. The Greek the Greek word for eating in verse fifty four and fifty seven. Then in the previous verse, but the different is probably styling my flesh and drinking my blood have eternal life. This I will raise them up on the last day. He said, for my flesh is truly food. Can you hear that tonight? My flesh is truly food, and my blood is truly drinkable. It's drink. My flesh is food, and my blood is drink. Now, when you drink Jesus, Amen. I didn't say drink that one because he said, I won't drink no more of the food of the vine with you anymore. I'm not going to drink that. And, 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 and what you've done right now, amen, many of you done that, you drink it from the fruit of the vine. Jesus left that long time ago. That's why we must be so consecrated when we are in the presence of God. We must meditate on the word of the Lord. I don't care how much of this you drink. It's not going to change you. Only the word of God. Amen. Those who eat a feed on my flesh and drink my blood live. They live. Remaining abide in me. And I live or remain. I will abide in them. The living Father sent me, and I live because the Father. So whosoever eateth or feedeth on me, we live because of me. I am not like the bread your ancestors or your forefathers ate, the manna, in St. John 6, 6, uh, uh, 31. They ate that bread and still they died. Can you hear Jesus tonight saying, I'm a spirit, and if you eat of me, you will live forever. They ate that bread and they died. I don't care, amen, how well brown you can cook, amen, these cracker crumbs, amen. If you eat this bread, you're going to still die. But if you eat the bread of Jesus, you're going to live forever. You're going to live forever. 
I am the bread that came down from heaven, and whosoever eateth or feedeth on this bread will live forever, will live forever. Jesus said, all these things will he was teaching in the synagogue and the local congregation of the Jews in California. But, you know, many of them didn't understand Jesus, and they got offended because of what Jesus was telling them. Listen, amen, in St. John 6, amen, and 60. When the disciples, when the followers, disciples abroad, they were circled or following, not the 12 disciples of Jesus. They heard this. Many of them heard the teaching of Jesus, that Jesus said that he is the bread of life. In St. John 6, 25 through 59, he said, this is a hard thing. This is a difficult thing. This is an offense thing. This is make me mad when he's talking about eating my flesh. Who can accept it or who can obey it? It's a hard thing. There were many of his disciples that were following him, not the 12. They said, this is too hard for me to hear. I don't understand what this man is really saying. They, 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 their understanding was not open up to the scripture. They still was relating to the Jewish ceremony that they've been having all the time. But Jesus had changed it and opened up a, a new way, a new avenue for a new covenant for a new agreement for But they, they were saying, it's a hard, it's a difficult, it's, a, it's offense. Knowing this, his fellow disciples was completely, was complaining. They were complaining and they were grumbling about this. Jesus said to them, does this teaching bother or offend you? Amen. Does this, amen, what I say, does it offend you? You see, the word of Jesus, if you are not ready for it, it will offend you. It'll make you angry because you don't understand what the Lord is saying. And Jesus says to them, does this offend you? <coughs> then will it also then will it also, brother, bother you? To what if you see the Son of Man going back or going up or ascending to the place where he came from, where he was before heaven? It is the spirit that giveth life. The flesh profits nothing. It is usually the words I tell you are spirit. And they are life. But some of you don't believe me. And some tonight, amen, you don't believe that this thing is done in the spirit. It's not done anymore in the natural. And I don't think you can find anywhere 
in the new covenant of the new agreement that God made with us, that the apostles sat down and did this thing in the natural anymore. We will, amen, get into the scripture in just a little while, amen. Oh, another very carnality church, amen, which is, amen, the Corinthians. They were arguing and debating about the Lord's Supper, but, amen, they didn't understand what God had already done. Tradition is a bad thing, and it's a good thing. Sometimes tradition keeps us bounded. Keep us from walking in the ways of the Lord. But Jesus said, this is the reason I say, if the Father does not bring a person to me, then he cannot come. It's going to take the Father. It's going to take Jesus Christ, amen, the Father to bring a person unto Jesus Christ. Then, amen, if, if the Father bring a person on this, we'll understand who Jesus Christ really is. God is a spirit, children. And they that worship him, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. We don't worship Jesus anymore in the flesh. Jesus and died and ascended on into glory. Amen. He's no more. Amen. He is what you call the Son of God. He has come to be Almighty God. When he got ready to leave here, he said, Father, I command my spirit back into my hand. All power, both in heaven and earth, belongs to me. God is a spirit, children. And they that worship him, they must worship him in spirit. And in truth, God bless you as we, amen, travel on tonight. Let us go to the 11th chapter of 1 Corinthians, praise the Lord, and began to pick up there, amen, where, amen, we find, amen, uh, there, this was another colonel church, amen, misinterpreting what, amen, the meaning of Christ really was. And they were debating, amen, about what they call the Lord's Supper. They had a a, 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 a big, a, a, amen, disputing, amen, throughout the church about the Lord's Supper. But, amen, we have Apostle Paul that got a revelation from Jesus Christ, letting them know, amen, what the Lord done. That's, amen, uh, the 11th chapter of 1 Corinthians, praise the Lord, and uh, we're going to start, praise the Lord. Let me read, amen, uh, uh, verse 11. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. That is, amen, what Paul is saying. He says, I praise you because you remembered me in everything uh, already thinking of me. And you follow closely the teaching, the tradition, just as I give them, pass them on to you. Paul say, you follow me closely. I admire you for this. But I want you to understand this. And this is amen when he began to tell them about the head, who was the head. And getting down, amen, to the Lord's Supper in verse 
17. He was saying, in the things instructed of commandment, I tell you now, I do not praise you. Let that let me know right there, amen. The Corinthians were doing something wrong. Paul said, I don't praise you. Because when you come together, in your meetings, or as a congregation, do more harm than good. I don't praise you in what you're doing because you're not edifying the Lord. You're not really lifting up the name of Jesus. You're coming together making things worse. It's the first, first I hear that there when you meet together as a church, you are divided. You you're not in the spirit. You 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 amen. You when you come to church you you divide. You don't have the love of Jesus really among you. You are divided in the church. For there are divisions among you. You got divisions among you. Jesus is not divided. We are the body of of Christ. We are not divided. A divided house can't stand. He said, but you are divided among you. He said, and I believe some of this. It is necessary to have difficult function among you so that it may be clear which of you really have God's approval. Controversy is necessary because of error. Must be opposed. It's it's all right to disagree. Amen. Sometimes we have disagreement in the church in order to agree. But Paul will let them know, amen, what you are done, I don't praise you in. Call yourself, amen, worshiping the Lord, honoring your master. I, 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 I don't agree with you. He said, when you come together, meeting as a congregation, you are not really eating the Lord's Supper. Listen to Paul telling them, amen. When you come together in a congregation, you are not eating the Lord's Supper. Remember, God is a spirit. You got amen, the the, 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 the substance sit before you, amen, that you call in the Lord's Supper. But Paul is letting them know, amen, listen, you are not eating the Lord's Supper. The worshiping meal, Jesus told his followers to celebrate is to remember his death. Remember his death. How do you remember the death of Jesus? Some of, so, so, so many of us hung up on, as he says, amen, as often as you do this, as often as you do what, as often, amen, you eat this bread. What bread? Jesus is the bread. As often as you eat this bread, 
and drink of this cup, you do show the Lord death until he comes. Hallelujah, as often as you read the word of God and, and, and you let it come to be an example in your life, then you do show the Lord death until he comes. Oh, hallelujah. Luke 24, 14, and 20. This is because when you eat, each person eats without waiting for the other one. Now, I tell me, amen, when... You know, you're not together. You're not together. You're not together. Together we stand and divide we fall. When you eat, when you eat, one person is, is, is eating and, amen, uh, the other one is left out. You are a congregation. You are the body of Jesus Christ. We ought to eat together. Eat the word and drink the word of God together. The wealthy, the church members, were arriving early to avoid sharing with the poor members. That's what Paul said. Uh, it's a division among you. The wealthy would come, eating a meal. Now, this wasn't the Lord's Supper. Amen. But this is what they come to church to do, is eat the Lord's Supper. Far from understanding the criteria of what Jesus instituted when he sat down with his disciples and ate the last supper. Hallelujah. People is today is still deceived. They are still being deceived. I'm going to say it again, amen. Only the blood of Jesus is able to cleanse us from our sin. Only the bread of Jesus will sustain our souls. And the bread of Jesus, amen, is his word. The blood of Jesus, we drink from his word. That cleanses us from our sin. The word cleanses us. You are clean through the word. Only the word can clean your sin-sick soul. No bread, amen, not your bread, amen, or no substance can clean you. Only the word of God. You're washed by the word or through the word. It says, amen, the poor members search, amen, they associate, distinguish, amen, were common throughout the the Greek and the Roman world. It was poor people, amen, that was not able to provide like rich folk was. And they brought their meals to church, amen. The rich, amen, brought their meals to church, and they didn't want to sit down, amen, and eat with the poor. People did not, they did, they did not get enough to eat, while others had too much. Poor people, they man didn't have enough, amen. And 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 the, and the rich people, they man they had too much to drink or to get drunk on. But that wasn't the Lord's supper. That was not the Lord's supper. And Paul is saying, I don't praise you in what you are done. Paul go on to says, and the twenty second verse, do you not have houses in which to? Eat and drink. 
Don't you have a house to eat and drink in? If you want to eat and drink, amen, in, stay at home. Because when you come to the house of God, you come to honor and give him praise and serve him. You come to worship him in spirit and in truth. Or do you despise having contempt for having no regard for God? You ain't got no regard for God. God's church, you don't respect the house of the Lord. You're just going to, amen, bring that kind of sanction, that, that kind of spirit in the house of the Lord and think, amen, God's going to honor this? No. And it's so embarrassing. It's, it's humiliation through though, uh, through who are for having nothing. That That's embarrassing. It's, it's just humiliation. What shall I tell you? Shall I praise you? I will not praise you for doing this. The Corinthians was turning a time meal for unity into one of discrimination. They had a mess going on, calling them eating the Lord's Supper. For the teaching I I give, pass on to you, is the same teaching I received from the Lord. Paul says, amen, what I gave, I'm giving unto you, amen, this is the same thing I received from the Lord. He said, on the night in when the, when the Lord Jesus handed over to be killed or betrayed, took bread, yes, that was the, the night. Amen, that he was just about to be betrayed. He took not your bread. This is what Paul is trying to express unto these Corinthians. He took bread and gave thanks for it. He gave thanks for it. But he was talking about himself, not the bread, amen, that he was breaking. He was talking about himself, his death. That was getting ready. Amen to die for the sins of the world. He gave thanks. Then he broke the bread and said, he broke the bread and he broke his body. This is what he was doing. He was breaking his body, letting him know, amen, that his body was going to be broken many times. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, amen. Holding a symbol of bread of natural such an amen relating to the spiritual aspect. He broke the bread and said, this is my body. This is my body right here. This is my body, amen, that I'm holding up before you. And those that were spiritual mind, they comprehended it, but those that were carnal mind, they didn't understand what Jesus was saying. But Paul is letting the Corinthians know, amen, this is my body. It is for you. Amen. This is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Amen. Do what in remember me. Amen. Remember my body. Remember my death. Remember my agony. Remember my suffering. Amen. As I hung on Calvary, remember it. Drink ye all of it. 
when it comes down sometimes for the beloved saints of God sharing the life of Jesus Christ. When it gets too hard for us, we don't want to drink it. We don't want to drink from that cup. It's too hard. It's, it's too it's too bitter. It's too many drugs that's in that cup. He said, do this in remembrance of me. In the same way afterwards, they ate the meal or the supper. Jesus took the cup. He said, this cup is a new agreement. It is a new agreement. Amen. That I'm going to make with y'all. Amen. Not the way that we used to do things. I'm going to do a new thing. This is a new agreement. Amen. Then I'm done with you. I'm going to make a new covenant with you. Exodus 28 and 8, Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34. This is the seal with the blood of my death. I'm going to seal this in my blood. This is a new thing. When you drink this, drink what? You think he was talking about? Drinking a natural substance. He was not talking about drinking a natural substance. He was talking about, amen, when we drink, oh, from his blood that he shed it on Calvary. When you, when you, when you drink this, do it in remembrance of me. When you drink this, do it in remembrance of me. God is a spirit. And they that worship him, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. Every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are telling others about proclaiming the announcement of the Lord's death until he comes. Amen. We are telling men and women about, amen, the death of Jesus. Every time we eat the bread of life, Amen. And break the bread of life. That is his word. And amen. His blood is drinkable indeed. My time, amen, is running out. But this is Dr. Moore saying God richly bless you. And we thank you tonight. Amen. For listening to us. Pray for us. Amen. God is a spirit. And they that worship him, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. God bless you. That was beautiful coming from Dr. Moore tonight. Remember, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That is absolutely the unadulterated gospel spoken from a true worshiper and true follower of the Lord. God bless you. Until next week, good night and Godspeed. Bye-bye. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.